is up, everybody? Thank you for checking out a new episode of the Babacoa Core podcast. I am your host, Patrick C. Huerta. Thank you very much for listening. If I could ask a favor, if you could subscribe uh, to the channel on whichever platform you, you are using to listen to podcasts, whether it be SoundCloud or iTunes, or even if you use YouTube uh, to listen to the podcast, just subscribe to that channel. Uh, it will be helping out the podcast and will also allow you to stay in the know uh, of uh, when these episodes are being um, updated or uploaded. Sorry. Um, the plan is to put out an episode every Sunday, uh, but sometimes I'll put one out during the week if, uh, if I have you know a guest come in on an off day or whatever. Uh, on a random day. Um, I'll put that up during the week when that episode is ready. Um, so yeah, stay in the know. Like, share, subscribe uh, to the channel on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts, and I do appreciate that. Um, also, on this episode, I am trying out something new. Since I do have, I take time between recording and uploading the episodes, I am going to go and just clean up the episodes a little bit, just kind of make them like as condensed as possible, um, just so, so it's like a, a good flow, uh, you know, of the episode. Um, so I know I know, I did say the, these episodes are uncensored and they're unedited, um, and they're still uncensored. I mean, guests could say, uh, you know, whatever they want, um, but I, I will clean up a uh, little bit, little little parts here and there on the of the episode, just so it's not like a full hour of just like rambling and stuff. Hopefully, the listeners appreciate that, um, and hopefully, it makes the episodes and the podcast uh, a little bit better. Um, so yeah, uh, shout outs on this episode. Uh, shout out to CBDB. Follow them on Instagram at mycbdb, um, or check them out on their website www.mycbdb.com. Uh, on that website, if you use promo code TXMC, you'll get 15% off of your purchase uh, through that website. Um, now, CBD, CBDB, uh, they're the Texas Hemp Botanical Alternative Boutique and pop-up shop for all your CBD needs. Uh, they're in San Antonio, they're in Houston, they're in Austin. Uh, so follow them on Instagram, at MyCBDB, to find out where they're going to be next um, so you can catch them. At their, uh, catch up, their pop-up. Um, also, shout-outs to Ugly Head. Uh, thank you for letting us use the music for the intro and outro of uh, this episode. Uh, Ugly Head has a new EP out called The Disembodied EP. It is available for digital pre-order uh, for $5 at uh, www.uglyhead.bandcamp.com backslash album backslash disembodied. Um, and also shout out for to uh, ten four Menudo y Mas. Um, they're a food pop up shop. Uh, they they specialize in Menudo. They have awesome Menudo. It tastes great. Uh, they also do uh, pulled pork sandwiches. Sometimes they do chicken sandwiches. They try a bunch of different stuff uh, from time to time. So follow them on Facebook and Instagram, ten four Menudo y Mas, to find out where they're going to be next. So you can go out and try it out for yourself. It's delicious stuff. 104 Menudo Imas on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, show announcements. I do have a show on April 13th. Uh, that's second Saturday of the month. April 13th at Hondros on the St. Mary's Strip. Uh, it's called the Second Saturday with G-Swank. 
uh, that's the Gentleman Swank. Uh, they asked me to host the show, and uh, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna uh, do we're gonna kick off the night at 10 p.m. Uh, with the comedy hour. So uh, it's gonna be me hosting, and then I'm gonna have Eric Packard, uh, Chris Breckel, Irma Reese, uh, King Quasi, and then Tori Poole will be closing out that night uh, for the comedy hour. And then we'll have music from uh, Favorite Son, and of course the Gentleman Swank will be closing out that night. Uh, we will have raffles going on. Uh, you know, we'll have vendors and uh, out there. Feature artists are going to be uh, China Doll's Unique World. They will be set up out there. They'll have some of their their, their artwork out there, and they'll also be part of the, the raffle as well. So you could come out and get uh, uh, get uh, for the chance to win some of the stuff from the, these vendors and, and people that donate stuff. Uh, so yeah, you can check that out. Uh, I will also have um, I will also have uh, koozies, Babacoa Corp. Uh, podcast koozies uh, with the fat man on it. Uh, those those will be available at uh, that that at that show. Uh, so yeah, come out. Let's have a good time. It should be it should be fun. I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. And uh, yeah, so let's get to this episode. On this episode, I had comedian Luke Malden come in. He's a young guy. I think he's like 21, but he's been doing comedy for three years, uh, and it shows. Uh, so it's, that's very impressive um, that he started so young. Uh, so Luke Malden, you can find him on Facebook, Luke Malden Comedy, or you can find him on Instagram, everyone underscore can underscore GFY. Uh, so yeah, uh, he does host a monthly show at the Middleton Brewery in San Marcos. The next show is going to be April 24th. Uh, he, he'll talk about that on the episode. And then uh, mark your calendars for May 29th. Uh, so he's going to have a show at the Middleton Brewery um, uh, the last Wednesday of every month. Um, so, yeah, uh, thank you very much for listening. Let's go ahead and get into this episode. Uh, see you next week. Comedian uh, Luke Malden, how you doing, man? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Just get a little bit closer to that mic. Can you hear yourself in the in the headphones? I can hear myself. Oh, that's but good. There that's we go. Good. That's way better. That's yeah. way better. Uh, yeah, man. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were coming uh, all so far, man. Like you had to make such a long trip. It's cool, dude. Yeah, we could have arranged it uh, while you were in town already. But uh, I appreciate you coming down here. So. Uh, I was planning to come for Oak Hills Tavern tonight. Shout oh, out that's to Oak right. Hills, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you're gonna be in town. It worked anyway. out, man. Yeah. I cool, don't man. Mind. Cool. So, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, before we get into it, uh, how about we uh, do your uh, social media? Any shout-outs, any plugs that you have going on, any shows? Um, mainly what I'm on is Facebook. So, you can find me on Luke Malden Comedy on Facebook. It's my personal comedy page because some people may, may not want to see what I'm sharing on my personal yeah. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Instagram... At everyone can GFY, and it's all <laughs> lowercase. And then underscore after everyone, underscore after can, GFY. And then on Twitter, at Luke Malden. Um, and then as far as shows go, um, this month is going to be the year anniversary of my show that I've been hosting out at Middleton Brewery in San Marcos. Oh, wow. Um, it's called Six Pack of Brews Comedy Show. That's what... I named it because it's a brewery, you know, and um, 
it's always been six comics plus myself, so technically it's seven, but I host it, yeah. I book it, I, you know, I make the flyers and take care of everything. So it's been a really good opportunity that they gave me. And That's pretty cool for a whole year. For a whole year. I'm, like, stoked about that because yeah. I'm so young in the game, you know, so yeah. it's something that's pretty cool. Yeah. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, it'll be three years in August. So three years. Like two and a quarter, two and three quarters. I mean. Yeah, and you're pretty young, so you started really early, huh? I started right out of high school. Yeah. I didn't like everyone wants to go to college and get their degree and or go to trade school or whatever, and yeah. that's all cool. But I knew I wanted to do this, so I just jumped right in, you know. Wow, but, man. Um, for the Middleton show before we oh, like, yeah, go ahead, jump, go ahead. sorry, because I was long-winded about it, it's cool. <laughs> um, on April 24th, we're going to be out there. The lineup's going to be Joseph Smith, local San Antonio comic. Um, I'm not really sure how long he's been doing it. I think like six months. But the dude's really funny, and yeah. he hosts a show over at Bar House and Open Mic and mm-hmm. at uh, Old Main Ice House. Mm-hmm. Rotates Mondays, so... That's really cool. Um, Gwecko's on it. Uh, he's been doing it about as long as I have, and he's got some good stuff. Uh, I'm going to butcher her last name, but Jennifer Maroquin. Um, Maroquin, yeah. Maroquin. <laughs> um, there we go. Sorry, Mom. My mom's Puerto Rican, and I can't speak Spanish. It's a <laughs> shitty thing. Um, but she's going to be on it. She hosts the LOL Showcase, local comic, hilarious. Um, Garrett Buss, he's a San Marcos comic. You were asking about that scene. Yeah. And there's actually some really talented people out there, and he's one of my favorites. Um, yeah. I think he was a theater kid in high school and, like, still in college now. Yeah. And he's funny. Like. Yeah, I saw him do uh, one of the uh, off-the-cuffs at uh, Blind Tiger. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. At I it. like his shit a lot. And then Duck Easy's going to be on it. Um Another really good local comic, Loud. Um, yeah. And then Chandra Murthy's the headliner, and he's awesome. So oh, he's, he's coming back after a year, so it's his year anniversary too. So it kind of worked out cool. I didn't mean to do that, but. So that's his his uh, anniversary show as well. Yeah, man. So it's that's pretty cool, sweet. Uh, and so you've been running that show for a year. For a year, yeah. That's awesome, and that's a monthly show. It's a monthly show. I always do it the last Wednesday of every month. Oh, wow. Unless it's like a holiday, you know, like oh, okay. yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas, we'll switch it up. Yeah. We might have to do that. Well, I guess not with Easter because Easter is the 21st, so yeah. it's a Sunday. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. So straight out no of high school. gives a shit about Easter either. <laughs> People I give do. a shit I, about I, Easter. I do. It's, but a, it's a holiday. It's I do, holiday. but. <laughs> Anything for a day off, man. That's true. <laughs> uh. So right out of high school, you started doing comedy. Where, where, like, where did you get to start at? Like, uh, open mics in... in the, uh, the first place I ever did comedy was Cap City. I signed up on the email thing, and I actually got on. Wow. Which was pretty crazy, because... Have you done that, Mike? No, I haven't signed up yet. You should really go do it. Yeah. How long have you been doing comedy? I've, I've, only, I've only been doing open mics for like a year. Really? More or less, yeah. You're actually really funny, so... Oh, that surprises you. me. Like that was like a like a weird compliment. Like I didn't mean I didn't, really I didn't mean it to be like oh you're but like for a year I thought you'd been doing it a really long, a really long time. That's nah, man, just do, been doing open mics and stuff. I'm actually doing my first show <laughs> or hosting my first show April 13th. Uh, so yeah, yeah. There's some people that that like just start like like Joey Smith. I had him on the podcast uh, a couple episodes uh, episodes ago. He's been only doing it like for five months, and then he started doing hosting, started doing shows and stuff. 
Some people like just want to jump into it and stuff. It's awesome. I'm just kind of working stuff out, saying, uh, but yeah. I love it, but uh, yeah, what the fuck were we talking about? About how you got started. And, how and, I got started, yeah. yeah so Cap City, um, I get on the list. And, have you ever watched Trailer Park Boys? Yeah. Well, I saw the movie. Well, so you know what Ricky yeah, Dress yeah, yeah. is like. Yeah. I was a fan of that in high school because I'm a big pothead. Yeah. And so stupid brain me i get up on stage in a hawaiian shirt with some track pants on like to tell jokes so they're probably laughing at that too but the cap city audience is also really cool like they're always just there to laugh you pay a dollar to get in or something like that oh okay it's probably gone up since then but yeah like yeah you, you pay to get in so they're there for a laugh already you know yeah and i got up there with like some stuff about my mom and i still have the video yeah of it, so i'm talking really quiet <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm an introverted person, so it took me a long time to get out of that shell, you know. When yeah. I'm not on stage, I'm an introvert. I don't want to talk to anyone, and I'm a waiter, so that, like, I'm better about it now when I'm serving tables, too. Yeah. But if I'm not at work and I'm not doing comedy, I'm not on a stage, I'm like, leave me the fuck alone. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I got out there and actually did pretty good for, like, a first-timer, but yeah, I, I've had some terrible bombings since then, so they happen, but Dang, they man. help you grow, man. But like the the Cap City, that's a that's a that's a big club, man. I mean, I, I big as popular. There's 30, 40 people in the crowd for an open mic every time I've been, and I've only been five, six times. Yeah. So that's impressive. Like you just jumped right in there and shit. You signed up for the Cap City mic, and jumped in there and shit. I mean, yeah, I think that's what you got to do if you want to do anything. And yeah, like. I don't know about other people, but like I played basketball in high school, and I didn't really like execute this logic on it or this um, train of thought. I don't know what you would call it, but yeah. when I jump into something, like I want to try and be as great as I possibly can at it, and like I don't want to call myself like one of the best because I've only been doing it three years. Or like not say that I think I could be one of the best is what I mean, you know, mm-hmm. but. Um, you got so much more time to grow, man. That's, That's what's so what I'm saying. About the young like, I don't, started. I don't know where I'm gonna be ten years from now, as far as my train of thought. Yeah. So, who knows where I could be? But yeah, I'm definitely already crazy. So I'm off to <laughs> start, man. So that's who you are all the time. That's not just your stage persona, the craziness. Oh yeah. The aggressively like, craziness stuff. Oh yeah, I'm. <laughs> that, that's that's who I am. <laughs> I'm a psycho. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So who were some of your influences before you got started? Like, obviously, you were thinking about it for a while before you um, actually went up. So what kind of people, who, who who were the people you were looking up to? Well, people that are dead, I'll start with them. Or, yeah. like, um, the George Carlins. and But, like, especially Bill Hicks and Sam Kinison, those are my two favorites. And, like, if you watch me on stage, especially now, yeah, I recently, like uncovered being able to get angry on stage and really get angry on stage not just be acting you know which yeah. is kind of scary because you have to figure out how to turn it off yeah at some point uh i i experienced the negative of that too because like i did it once and i was like holy shit that was awesome because the crowd <laughs> reacted so good and then the, i did it a couple mics later it just did an open mic yeah it was, it was at fitzgerald's and the crowd wasn't paying attention worst bombing ever yeah and uh, they just didn't react well booed me on stage they booed shit. you booed me Dang. and then the uh, i'm not gonna get into the story because i don't want to talk shit about the mic you know yeah but like the the crowd booed me off stage and it was the worst bombing ever but I need to go back there to conquer it, you know? Yeah. It's just something that I'm kind of like, man, 
the venue didn't support me there, so fuck them, but I need to get over myself, because like I was saying, you know, no, not the greatest yet, so I got to keep going back. Yeah, those challenging ones, man. Like uh, the one that Ben Davis does, he does one that, at that Texan tube. I haven't been there yet, but I hear it's rough. It is rough, dude. I walked out. I walked out because I, I had the nerve. I was ready to go up and stuff, and I had been drinking. I usually I try not to drink before I go up or try not to drink too much. I might have a beer or two. Uh, that night I was doing whiskey, and oh, no. so I was like, uh, you know, already ready to go up, and then he just he, he put on two acoustic acts in front of me. And nobody's paying attention. Nobody gives a fuck. The bar is so loud. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. And, uh, <laughs> well, he put on one acoustic guy in front of me. And then he's like, okay, you're up next. Fuck. And, and so I was like, I'm pacing back and forth. I'm getting ready to go up. And then uh, he says, you know what? We're going to put up another acoustic act. And I was like, fuck. Uh, and I just, I walked out. <laughs> I walked out. Because I, I was ready to go up and stuff. And I was like, just oh, let me just let me try an angry character because I don't have an angry character. I don't do angry. I don't do yelling, and I don't don't do gay voices yet. And I don't hump stools. So <laughs> I still got a lot to learn. Uh, so I was like, man, how am I gonna get this fucking crowd back? Because nobody was paying attention. Nobody like nobody won the crowd over yet. And I was like, I'm not gonna be the one to do it. Man. <laughs> right? Huh? And uh, so I was like. Uh, and I went outside, and I was gonna go like smoke a cigarette, and I just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> and but I felt bad because because Ben's like, hey man, sorry I couldn't put you on the list. I'll try to start the mic. Early. Like he was taking ownership over it, and I was like, nah man, I had to I had to go, I had to take a shit. <laughs> <I just had laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it was it was a rough room. So I don't have the capability to do that yet. You know, wild rooms like that. Um, so it's it's that's something I still need to learn. Uh, but yeah, that Fitzgerald's mic, it's 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 kind of rough. I've been to, I've been a, an audience member to a few of those, and nobody pays attention to those, man. They're they will thicken your skin up, man. Yeah. But like something that's taught me how to deal with different rooms is hosting that Middleton show, even though it's the same room every month. Yeah. It's different variables, you know. Like there was this one month, uh, Jacob James Garcia was the headliner. I don't know if you've met him, but no, I've heard of him. But yeah. he's hilarious. He's out of Austin, but he's in Australia right now, oh, wow. doing shit over there. So that's where I want to be one day. But uh, yeah. He was the headliner, and this fucking guy was in there. He was DPS, and all his buddies were DPS, and they were just hammered. Mm. Middleton's, I don't know how they brew their beer because I'm not that sophisticated, but it's some strong fucking beer. Like, oh, yeah. I just turned 21, so I started going there and drinking. My dad goes there. Yeah. So you get fucked up, uh, like, three, four beers, you know, and these guys are just slamming, slamming. Yeah. And they're talking super loud the whole time. Their wives are in there. I fucked with them, like... Uh, is it a big place or they're right there like they can't go to another well, end of the, a bar or something there's like the bar in the back so sometimes a lot of people will sit at the bar mm -hmm. but there's been shows where it's packed up to where they have to sit in the front oh, and wow. they have to sit at the bar and then some people are like standing up in the back by the bar and you have to like move out of the way yeah so that's what i love seeing but it's only been four shows but i guess out of 12 it's not too bad for mm -hmm. Yeah. Like a first year thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, fucking Jacob went up there and just lit that guy up. Like, oh, wow. Owned the fucking room. And it was Lafar, Jay Lafar had been there the month before. Uh -huh. That was one of the funniest sets I had ever seen, uh -huh. too. 
not the same factors. It was like an older crowd. Uh-huh. And this old lady was like trying to heckle him. And he goes, shut the fuck up, ma'am. I don't need your crap. I bet you haven't trimmed down there since the Reagan era. <laughs> oh, just fucking shut it. <laughs> yeah. And like Jacob James Garcia gets up there and he's just like, I want to start out by saying thank you guys for having me out and fuck you, dude. <laughs> and just like own that guy like that from the start. And just like, yeah. this guy's proof that not all cops are dicks, just some of them. Yeah. <laughs> Shit like that. Dang, man. It was hilarious, dude. So besides, uh, you know, uh, Sam Marcus, you did Austin. Have you done anything else? Uh, any comedy shows outside of Texas? Have you tried that out? Not outside of Texas. The farthest that I've gone is uh, Port Aransas. Mm. Done Corpus in Port Aransas. And, um, yeah, that's, like, as far as I've been. Yeah. I usually, like, I have, like, my tri- triangle that I rotate when I'm doing open mics. I do Austin, San Antonio, mm-hmm. and San Marcos, but I'm mainly San Antonio and San Marcos just because Austin's so overpopulated, it's impossible to get up there in a timely manner, you know? Yeah. I got to drive from Canyon Lake, so it's an hour and a half of my time to get up there, whereas it's, like, 45 minutes, an hour to get here, 30 to get to San Marcos, so... yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I saw something posted yesterday. Uh, Irma Reese had posted something that you you were killing there at the elbow room. That's what she told me. I was like, I don't. I just went up there with energy because so I, I kind of just was like, man, these people aren't gonna pay attention to me, so I just got to go up there and like out energy this room, like like. Oh, okay. If it makes sense, like just match the energy of every person in that room put together, but as yeah. one man, just have to. I would do that. That's what I tried to go up there and do, you know, yeah. and just do my set. Yeah, it's a, it's a great room, man. I, I like that room, but, like, if there's no crowds, like, I, and that's another problem I have, too. Like, I have to have a crowd there. I have to have some type of response to, to react to. If it's an empty room, man, I, I just, I lose myself, man. I get, I get fucking shook. Uh, so did they have, did they have a good crowd yesterday? It was only, like, ten people when I went up. That's and still decent, man. There, well, it was a decent crowd, but they were all at the bar, and the oh, bartender okay. kept yeah, yelling yeah. shit at me. So it was basically just me, like, quick reacting to the bartender, like, boom, boom, like, off my joke. She's, like, saying something about my joke, and so I'd have to just, boom, and then, like, yeah. kind of try and get back into it. And one of them got fucked up. Like, the start of my set got fucked up because yeah. I just went off on her, and then, like, I had to get into my next joke. But the next joke always kills, and... yeah. It's like one of those jokes that uh, like Owen Benjamin would do. Mm. He's one of my, we're talking about comedians that he like look up to. Like as far as comedians today, he's like up there for me. Yeah. People hate that guy now, but. Um, so is, is that part of his comedy? Because like, I know he does that, those like outrageous type of videos and stuff, but he actually more does like that. videos. He doesn't really do it on stage as much. Like, yeah. His jokes are like, he had one joke that I thought was I mean, some of them are kind of like that, but it depends how you look at it. So, like, he did this one joke about, uh, it was, like, before Trump won in 2016 or around the time that he won, Mm -hmm. and he's saying, like, oh, yeah, I I agree with him about the wall, but I disagree with where we're building it. We need to build it on the northern side, because he's talking about how, like, Canadians come down and use our health care, because the health (laughs) care lines get backed up up there, which is true. Like, my dad's from Canada. And Steven Crowder, he's another pundit that's from Canada that talks about that. Like, you have to come down and use the healthcare down here sometimes, get on privatized medicine. 
Steven and, Crowder, that's not the Proud Boy guy, right, is it? No, that's uh, Gavin McGinnis. Gavin McGinnis, that's right. Okay. And uh, anyway, so... Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I listen to all those fucking guys. But, uh, <laughs> I'm a fan of everybody, <laughs> of all of them. <laughs> I'm a fan of free speech, dude. No, I get that, I get that. But, but I, uh, Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, his joke's basically like, um, just calling... Canadian, oh fuck, I'm butchering the joke. Never mind, but yeah, it's, nah, it's a funny yeah. joke. Go look up the special it's on YouTube. Yeah. I don't want to say his joke on a podcast anyway. Yeah, I don't Fuck it up. I was like trying it. to remember it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to, it won't sound funny. Because you know it's funny. <laughs> like, you know, I laugh when I heard it, and then you try to tell somebody else, and like, no, I didn't say it right. I heard something like that. I yeah. just know it's coming. I'm like thinking about how to say it. And I'm like, I can't even remember the way it goes in order. I just remember that it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but no, like when, when, when there's no crowd there and stuff, like I, I guess I'm getting better at it because like I jumped on the show at J&O's. J&O's has a, a, sh- a show this past Saturday. And um, I just went because I knew there was a show going on. Um, I forget who it was. Uh, Clifton, Clifton Simmons uh, closed it out and then Jennifer Monakeen was there. And Lacey, I can't, I can't remember her last name, but uh, Lacey was do, running it. And I had just walked in and she's like, are you uh, Alonzo? And I was like, no. <laughs> she, she goes, well, are you a comedian? I was like, I don't know, I try to be sometimes, you know, whatever. So she asked if I wanted to go up. And there was just, there was a table of four people. Everybody else was part of the show. Uh, but they were paying attention. They were a good crowd. So, I mean, like, if they're, if they're listening and if they're responding, I could work with that. So It sounds better than the J&O show that I did a couple of weeks back, man. It was, so that show that I did at Fitzgerald's was on my 21st birthday. And then uh, oh, yeah. Ben Davis inherited the JNO show uh-huh. on my 21st birthday. Like, I guess a bunch of people canceled. He had told me. So he asked me to come do some time since it was my birthday. He's like, I want to get you a beer. Uh-huh. So I go down there yeah. and every, like, it was packed, but everyone was there to see this band that was playing after the comedians. Oh, and Chavarria yeah. was up there, Anthony Chavarria. And he's fucking hilarious yeah. he hosted at river center and stuff mm-hmm. and so i'm like oh i have to follow him and he's bombing i'm fucked and i brought two of my friends with me too yeah. i'm like yeah let's party let's drink and then after that i was just like i need to go to another set because <laughs> like, i was pissed and <laughs> i go to fitzgerald's and just proceed to bomb and get booed off stage yeah. <laughs> and i'll just say it get the mic pulled from me yeah the second time I gotta not do that next time. Yeah, man, it's rough. I mean, if the crowd doesn't give a fuck, it's pretty rough. But uh, it's all, it's all part of learning, it's like learning how to deal with that. Um, you know, or dealing with the, with the crowds. Not if there is no crowd, you know, you gotta work with that too and shit. So. Yeah, man. But uh, so you came prepared with some topics. I appreciate that. You want to you get into that or? You still yeah. want to talk about your 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 comedy? And... We can like go for it, <laughs> but I mean. If you want to get into some of this stuff... Well, I saw I, something, too, that you have a YouTube show or a YouTube channel. Like, do you I have... used to do a show, and I need to get back into it. Like, What I was that, like, sketch, it, like was, a sketch show or something? It was basically like what you're doing, except more of a Bill Burr style. And I had a couple guests on. I had a Drew Blues on, and then I had Cousin Birdo on. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, But it was more like Bill Burr, and I would just sit there and try and ramble to myself. No. It would be about 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And some people have told me it was funny, but it's people that I work with, so like that I know closer than comedy, you know. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I don't see how you would think that's funny because I haven't gone back and actually watched any of them because I hate looking at myself. It's <laughs> like I listen to my sets because you have to do that. But that's as cringe. far as get, that goes, yeah. it's just 
like when you have to like go back and watch like a podcast or something like yeah. that, that you're on. Yeah. Like I'm, I may not listen to this. I'll just let people tell me because <laughs> I, I can't listen to myself. I'm just gonna be like, oh, you idiot! Like <laughs> yeah. No, it's tough to go back and, and listen to your sets when you record them, especially if you think that you had a good one. Like you're like, oh man, that was great, and then you go listen, like, oh, that's not how they responded at all. <laughs> Shit. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's pretty rough, but it does help. It does help a lot, you know, like changing words up here and like maybe like the placements of every joke and stuff. Because when I started, like everything like had a, like an order, you know, from start to finish, it was all like set in line. So if I skipped ahead, I couldn't go back, you know, it wouldn't make sense to go back. Uh, so yeah, so I was like, listening, listen back and stuff. I was like, oh man, a lot of it is just, it's, 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 it's pretty hard to listen to. <laughs> it is. And then like, it can be helpful in that sense where you can change yeah. something that sucked or like, Maybe you get something that was gold that you said off the top of your head, you know? I've done that a couple of times, yeah. not many, but... And then you can go and build off of it. Yeah. It may not be, like, solid gold right away. You got to chip away at it, you know, but... Yeah. Polish it down and everything, and then it works for you. That's all a work in progress. So you, are you going to bring that show back, you said, that YouTube show, or do you... I want to, or maybe, like, do something else. I named it the Luke Malden Show. I like the name of yours. It's like, you th- do you think you're going to come on and eat? Some tacos, like you said in the email. I have the, to, I had to tell people that because everybody's like, "So when we, when do we eat?" Like, there's no food, man. Like, it wouldn't be good to eat food on the mic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just a stupid name. Uh, I thought it was funny. I don't know if you listened to the Alex Jones on Joe Rogan, but that shit was hilarious. And it like, was fucking four hours long. It was five hours. Long. Was it five it was hours? Fucking hilarious. Yeah, and I like, saw pieces of it. I, I, I mean, watched the whole thing almost. Couldn't twice. watch the whole thing. I watched it all the way through once, and then I watched it like about halfway through again. Because that, that Eddie Bravo guy, I can't stand him. I can't stand Eddie uh, Bravo. I love him. So once Eddie Bravo came into the conversation, I was I can't I can't take <laughs> this man. You gotta you gotta do it. You gotta do it for yourself. It's funny because Eddie Bravo prods Alex Jones into like the best blow up ever. Because yeah. you saw the part where they're talking about uh, late term abortion or after birth abortion is basically what it is. Like yeah, let's call it what it is. It's out there, but because yeah. the governor, did you see that clip of the governor of Virginia on the radio saying like? Well, we're going to deliver the baby, and then we're going to keep it comfortable, and it's going to be up to the mother in a conversation with the doctors if we resuscitate it or not. Yeah. You know, like, it's all legal terminology and bullshit, and it, like, they're talking about killing babies yeah. after they're born, you know, which is why Alex Jones got so pissed off, but it was hilarious that Eddie Bravo... Like prodded him. Yeah, I think that. I saw and that piece because he was like talking about like they're like they're using their tissue or their. It, their it goes into like what I was the point that I was gonna try and make about what they were talking about is like Alex yeah. Jones talks about like psychosis and like the, and like he's not a fucking PhD in psychology so but like when you go read about some of the stuff the dude talks about you can tell that he's actually read and he's not just like making up what he's saying you know like yeah. sometimes he's like fucking wrong because he's going teleprompter free and he just like says some shit because he's all riled up and it's like whoa yeah. chill out alex that was totally wrong i just googled that like <laughs> go back and correct yourself there yeah. but um and like he won't be totally wrong but it'll be like some fact of it but anyway like one spectrum of this psychosis is like you fucking believe everything you're told and you just go along yeah. or you don't believe anything at all and like you think everything's a conspiracy so i try to be somewhere in the middle I, I I believe that ignorance is bliss. I, I don't want to know shit. Unless it, it, it affects me directly, 
I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll listen. I'll watch it. I'll listen to it and, and all that stuff. But I was like, I, I give up on a lot of stuff. And to me, Alex Jones is just a character. He's a, he's a wild character he's to, to be entertained by. But what he says, it, man, I just, he talks a lot of shit, you know? It sounds like shit, dude, but, like, go read some history on it, and you'll be like, oh, fuck, like, the, so, there's this book called The Killing of Uncle Sam. I want to go back and, like, reread it, because I got, like, about three-quarters of the way through, and then, like, I just, like, stopped reading, because I got fucking lazy, you know? Yeah. But, um, it's basically, like, the manual of how the New World Order was set up, and everything that he's talking about, yeah. and then at the end of every chapter, there's links where you can go, like, Google where yeah. they're getting this shit from, like, that we're, like, hey, we're not just making this up, and, like, it goes all the way back to, like, the 1500s in, like, I think it was Australia with, um, oh, fuck, I forget the guy's name, but, like, he was crazy, dude, and, like, just evil the way he treated people there, like, to mine these diamonds and shit. Oh, yeah. They're, like, slave workers and shit? Yeah. Like, and, like, these guys all believed that, like, white people were the superior race and that England was supposed to, like, lead the world, like, mm. this world order that they wanted to create yeah. into, like, this new millennium. And then eventually it got passed on, this system got passed on to the United States. So, like, we've been co-opted because I believe, like, that our original founding was, like, a legit thing, you know, where, like, the idea, anyway, all men are created equal was, like, a thing that our founders wanted us to come to eventually you know yeah where and like now our whole constitution and bill of rights and everything is basically just been shredded like we don't fucking go by that shit anymore it's all un policy and garbage and yeah so i mean but some people try to like oh it's unconstitutional and all that stuff like when it fits their 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 story and all that stuff but i don't know man some people try to turn it like that but there's a lot of things that really are like i mean the yeah. Patriot Act, and that's like so just to prove like I'm not Democrat or right wing, like that's a Republican thing, yeah. And I think that's some horseshit because just because some people flew planes into things, now everybody in the whole entire country needs to be surveilled. Like, if anything, and like it sounds shitty to some people, but profile the kind of people that did it until like something changes and someone else does it and like people are going to be like oh well there's white terrorism and shit like that like what happened over there in australia or new zealand sorry yeah uh, the guys from australia yeah in christchurch um but like well you said you don't i'm sorry i always ask people have you read this but no the the guy's manifesto it was a motherfucker for me to find because they scrubbed it off the internet and like I don't agree with the guy at all, but I wanted to see what he has to say. Mm -hmm. And they're painting him out to be like this right-wing Nazi dude that wanted to go murder a bunch of Muslims, you know? And he's not at all. Like, he called himself an Mm eco-fascist. Whatever the fuck that means, I don't know. Yeah. And, um, like, he kind of explains it later in the manifesto, like, and he's deluded, so it doesn't make any sense to me, but, like, someone that wants to help the environment through fascism. Yeah. So, like, through enforcing shit Help the environment the through fascism? Yeah, like, so... It, I guess it would kind of align... Because, like, he said he aligns with communist China the most as far as uh, the People's Republic of China. Uh-huh. As far as, like, uh, ideology. Yeah. And so I guess it would kind of go along with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's uh-huh. a representative about of... Uh, 
the Bronx in New York. Yeah, yeah. And she just put up this shit called the Green New Deal. It was a bill. Mm. And they wanted to get rid of planes and, like, tax methane on people. And, uh, like, there was a clause in it where if you don't want to work, we'll give you money. Just yeah. free health care. All this outrageous shit yeah. that you just can't do. And, like, oh, let's tear down buildings. Let's get rid of all airplanes. Yeah. How are you going to do any of that? And, like, then compete with the rest of the world. But So I guess that's what it would be an eco-fascist is to just, like, force everyone into a state like that where you're basically going back to the 1800s. Yeah, man. I guess. I mean, I guess they're trying to like, figure out a way to make the, 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 the world a better place and shit, but it's just too late for that. You know, like, you can't really... You can't really... There's, really. there's ways to do it, but like the way we're going, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Shit's collapsing. It's. I'm starting to get depressed about it. I wanna. I wanna be. <laughs> See, I, that's that's why I stay away from all that shit. <laughs> I, and plus, you can't you can't believe everything that you read because they can manipulate everything. Oh yeah. Like, well, they can you know, manipulate sites, uh, literature, like everything could be twisted in a certain way, you know? You don't want to believe everything that you read, but that's why I try and go, like, I look at a lot of different stuff, so, like... Yeah. I'm talking about Alex Jones too much, but, like, and he's just a good example, because, like, he's a fucking interesting character, so I watch him a lot. That's, like, honestly what I get out of him more than, like, informative shit, which, I mean, there's a lot of informative shit that you can go Google, but it's, like... Yeah. Like, so the other day he's like, oh, let's, in, let's invade Venezuela because of what's going on down there. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, fucking hold on there, Alex. What the fuck? Yeah. You know? But, uh, like, he's like, let's have a 300,000-man invasion of... And it's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. there's going to have to be a draft for that. And, like... Yeah. But anyway... But you, you, got, you got to understand, like, the way that you see it, like, not a lot of people... They're either on board 100%. Like so, they they'll they'll follow him and they'll they'll pick up on his ideals and stuff, and that's fucking dangerous. I mean, like I pick up a lot of his ideas too, but like I don't see why a lot of his ideas are dangerous. Because when you like, if you go for like, oh yeah, let's go to war, then yeah, but like, mostly his ideas are freedom worldwide, like 1776 worldwide, the idea of that, mm. and like forward motion prosperity for everyone, mm. but like people paint him out to be this sandy hook guy when it's like a little bit of what he covered you know i was talking with someone about this shit earlier it's mm -hmm. like um you see so much coverage in the media a certain way about somebody yeah. and then you start to think like that's all that person is you know yeah whereas like what they've done like their body of work might be way more than that but if that's all you see then yeah that's all you're gonna think they did yeah. But so, like, what I was going to get into is, like, when I look at different sides, like, uh, they just did a deposition on this Sandy Hook thing. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, from two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. And as far as the law goes with that, they had to wait a whole month before releasing it. It was supposed to be lawyer, lawyer's eyes only. Mm -hmm. And the Austin lawyers representing the Sandy Hook parents just went ahead and released that shit to the mm -hmm. public. Mm -hmm. And so CNN has this clip and like you go punch in Alex Jones deposition. And it's just like all these clips before you find like the whole three hour thing. Yeah. But it's like all these edited together clips where they're not really showing you entirely what he says. Mm -hmm. They're showing like a little clip where it just makes him look stupid yeah. and bumbling or like sound really like ugly. Yeah. And, and that's so I can see why people are like, oh, what an evil, ugly man. You know? Yeah. 
because they that's what they want they want to manipulate it to to put their story to push their their story because that's part of the psychosis it's horrible man i mean that's that's never gonna stop you know it's not as long as time goes on because there's always gonna be people that don't want to know what's going on which is okay but i mean like those kind of populations collapse eventually you know yeah it's just what it is. It's it's a decadence thing, and like we had such a great population, yeah. uh, population, such a great society for such a long time, you know, mm. that uh, the decadence of the West eventually just fucking ruined us, and we let it all go to shit, you know. Yeah, that's what's basically going on right now. When you look at it. Yeah, man. It's 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 not good. But, <laughs> it's really not no. good. <laughs> but anyway, let's get out of that shit, man. That's uh, like depressing for people. That's not a good way to yeah. end. <laughs> so comedy, man. <laughs> so comedy. Oh shit. Like, what made you want to get into it, dude? Me? Uh, I was I was just looking for something to do. Like, I was always interested in it. Like uh, when I was younger, but I I really didn't understand like what it was like with stand up comedy. I always thought that they were just actors playing a part because. You would see somebody do like in a movie, and then you would see them doing stand-up, you know, because they they cross over their mm-hmm. actors and all that stuff. So I always thought it was actors doing doing that, um, and then uh, I was always I was always interested in it. Uh, the first show that I saw was uh, was Ralphie May. I was in Italy in oh, 2000, lucky. and uh, I was visiting my sister, and uh, he just so happened to be at the same restaurant that we were at, and so he heard us. He's he's like. Americans? And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, man, what's going on? I'm doing the show at the USO, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, cool. He's like, where are y'all from? I was like, from, from Texas. He's like, y'all from Texas? So he was all stoked about like meeting us and stuff. And so we went to a show, and I never heard of him before. This was in 2000. Never heard of him before and stuff. And then we went to the show, and he, he controlled that whole room, man. He was fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, controlling the whole room, and I was fucking amazed because that was the first time I saw like live stand-up comedy. You know, it's a whole lot different than when you see it on TV. Oh yeah. You know, it was fucking powerful and shit. And uh, so that was cool. And then he's from Houston, Texas. Uh, so that was uh, that little connection. And then we run into him all the way in fucking like Italy, in La Maddalena, Italy, and shit. Um, and then I come back and uh, I I see him on the the last comic standing. And that yeah. shit blew my mind. I was like, oh, well, I fucking knew that guy. You know, I saw him. Uh, so I, I've always, like, held that, like, how I saw him control the room. Because it, it was like a bar show, but it was like a packed house and stuff. Uh, that, was, that was amazing, man. I always, like, was, was like, in awe of, of anybody that could do that, you know? It is, it is an amazing thing. Like, it's such a talent. Yeah. That's what I'm striving to get. It, it's It's pretty it's like a drug like when people respond to like things that you that you say you know and they laugh and they think like it's funny like that's a fucking great feeling you know yeah man so i don't know i i just went to open my i started doing open mics the first one i did was that pwa one and it went it went okay you know, it went good for being my first I one. I feel like I've heard of that place, but I've never been. Uh, PW, they, they, they were doing it at Martina Ranch. They're going to bring it back and do it at, AJ, at J&O's. Uh, but it's a, it's, a, it's a poetry and then comedy oh, okay. and all yeah, that that's stuff. The, okay. Poetry gotcha, without gotcha. apology, PWA. Uh, and so I did that mic, and I had a good time on that one. And then I, when, when uh, Ben was doing the mics at, at Tucker's, I went to that one. And that was horrible, man. <laughs> like, it was just other comics... 
and like nobody was responding the way like that. Oh yeah, man. So I, I quit for like two weeks <laughs> after that one. Tucker's is a rough room. It was. It was. It was, it was tough. It was <laughs> tough. Uh, but no, man, I'm just having fun with it. I, I enjoy going to the mics. Um, so now I'm just starting to jump on shows. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes, man. It's I just need, needed something to do because I, I used to do like uh, bands, so my time was like in that like. It was yeah. consumed with that. What was your instrument? Drums. All right, on. I played drums, and that—that's what it was. Like if I if I was a guitar player, I'd probably still be playing, but I just got tired <laughs> of fucking carrying the drums, loading in, <laughs> setting up. That's that's pretty what, pretty much what brought me to like quitting. Do you talk about that on stage? That's a joke, dude. Nah, not yet. I haven't I haven't worked that. You gotta out yet. make that a joke. That's <laughs> fucking funny. Nah, uh, and it's funny too. I was looking back because my last show was at. Uh, I played at uh, the Maverick Fest in 2016, and so I was at uh, Arneson River Theater. And uh, after my shows, I always like if it's a good show or if it's a bad show, I always throw my sticks out, right? And so they wrote they wrote uh, they wrote about our set, uh, not very nice, I don't think. <laughs> it depends how you say it, but he wrote about our set in the current, and uh, he was pretty much just he talked shit about me, and I didn't notice it until today. I just went back to look at it today. And he's like, yeah, like uh, the drummer after the set, he threw their sticks into the river, which was kind of rock and roll, but it was mostly funny. I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's the ultimate criticism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was kind of rock and roll. It was kind of rock and roll, but it was also mostly just funny. mostly funny. Yeah. So uh, fuck the current. <laughs> nah, that's cool. That's an Austin newspaper, right? No, it's here. It's current here? Oh, okay. It just yeah. sounds trendy like Austin. They have uh, the Chronicle in Austin. Okay. Austin Chronicle. It's like the same length. It's all the same layout and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah. Uh, well, cool, man. Let's wrap it up. Uh, shout outs again. Anything you got going out? Uh, how do people find you on uh, social media? Give that uh, everything. Luke Malden Comedy on Facebook, guys. Um, on Instagram, at EverybodyCanGFY. And on Twitter, at Luke Malden. Um, and then come out to Middleton Brewery on April 24th, the Six Pack of Brews comedy show. You can find that event on Facebook if you search it too, and then hit the going or hit the interested, and Facebook reminds you it's a neat little spy tool for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that lineup's going to be Joseph Smith, Gweco. Can you say Jennifer's last name for me again? Marroquin. There we go. Jennifer Marroquin. There you go. Um, Garrett Buss, Duck Easy, and Chandra Murthy, the headliner. Um, and then also mark your calendars for May 29th, which is also a Middleton Brewery show. So April 24th, May 29th. Cool, man. Uh, yep, yeah, uh, that's it. Thanks for coming out. For sure, man. Uh, you going to go to Oak, Oak Hills? I'm going right there. Cool, man. All right, uh, see you all next time. <laughs>